안녕하세요. Good morning. Good morning. My dear brothers and sisters, clergy and ambassador for peace. 안녕하십니까? Today I'd like to talk about the 21st century and the mission of women from True Mother's Anthology Volume 2. Let's study. The 21st century and the mission of women. Women leaders from China and from various associations here in Korea and leaders of the Women's Federation for World Peace. It is a great honor for me to speak at this event and encourage women leaders from two nations, Korea and China, who have come together to seek the way to bring a world of peace and to affirm the coming of the global age of women. With the 21st century only a few years away, we stand in a position to experience the upheavals of the 20th century, along with a new and different century in our lifetime. <clears throat> This does not mean simply that we will span two centuries, since the providence that permeates human history is carried out in units of 2,000 years. There is great significance in concluding the 20th century and preparing for the 21st century. Though history is apt to change, the rate and extent of recent changes have been so wide and unpredictable that we have come to fear change. In the society of the future, in which science and technology will have been developed to a high degree, will humankind find happiness? In the information society of the 21st century, what kind of lifestyle will people lead? How will the pressing problems of humanity that darken our future be resolved? What will be done with, about such issues as the establishment of a principled morality and new values and the problems adolescents face, crimes, drugs, AIDS, and other diseases, war and starvation, and religious conflict? Without finding a fundamental answer, the hopes of humanity for the 21st century will never be realized. We need to address these problems, not as problems of individual nations. Instead, we need to address them as those of humanity. The time has come to resolve our problems and bring clarity to our future through the new expression of truth revealed by heaven. Thank you, Heavenly Honey. How will the pressing problems of humanity that darken our future be resolved? What will be done about such issues as the establishment of the principle, the morality, and new values, and the problems adolescents face, crimes and drugs and AIDS and other diseases, war and starvation and religious conflict? Just now, Trumada talking about. In the formation, uh, you know, in the information, in the information society of the 21st century, what kind of the lifestyle will people lead? How do we solve all these problems? We need to address these problems, not as problems of individuals and nations, 
Instead, we need to address them as a global, a common problem of humanity, and historical and countermeasures must be taken. This problem must be resolved before any other problems are solved. Therefore, the United Nations must not only focus on solving political problems, but also these moral and religious problems. Because of the current United Nations cannot play this role, true parents establish the Universal Peace Federation, which is UPF, as the able United Nations. And Women's Federation for World, for World Peace, this is a Women's United Nations. And said that problem should be resolved through the education centered on Godism and Hedwig thought rebuilt by heaven. Next, living divine principle. Let's talk about, uh, about adultery. Let's start it. The illicit sexual act between the angel and the human beings. We have explained that both the angel and the human beings fell due to illicit sexual love. Human beings and angels are the only spiritual beings in the universe who are capable of having love relationships. We can deduce that the illicit sexual relationship must have involved the angel and human beings. Jesus said in John 8, 44, you are of your father, the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. Since the devil is identified as Satan in Revelations 12, 9, we can assert that human beings are descendants of Satan, the ancient serpent who tempted human beings. So let's just study father's Do not look at someone else. You've been thinking so many times that that woman is more beautiful than my wife. I want to have a woman like her until now. So from now on, will you think about it or not? Men, you rascal? No, I won't. Haven't you thought about it until now? No, I haven't. Be honest. People laughing. Well, you may have because the world is like this. You could not help but think of it. The start of the satanic world is looking with a sidelong glance. We cannot help but do it. Both a man and a woman look with a sidelong glance. So now we must look straight, aiming at one point. If you look with a sidelong glance, when loving, that is Satan. You must be husbands and wives who love in a straight way. Do you understand? Yes. Those who will surely do, raise your hand. What if any blessed member falls? What will happen? This is the last, if any, one of you fall. There is no forgiveness. No forgiveness to those who fell. The archangel fell and became the Satan, the devil, when a human being was at the top of the growth stage. Now that you are in the completion stage, if you fall when it's perpetrating the body of God, 
At that time, the bodies of humankind were perpetrated because of the fall. If you fall now, you are perpetrating God's body. There cannot be any forgiveness here. Do you understand? Yes. If now you fall, whose body are you going to perpetrate? God's body. Whose body did the fallen Satan perpetrate in the past? The bodies of humankind. Once you join our movement and fall, then it's perpetrating God's body. When you go to the spiritual world, you will head to a bottomless pit. And even on the earth, God does not want to see the children of that blood lineage. Do you understand? Yes. If ever you fall and have that kind of children, they cannot live their lives on the earth. They may be affected by a terrible law that their parents should be buried alive. You may think that now I can live my life since I'm blessed in the Unification Church. But this is so frightful. In the old days of the Jews, there was a stone-killing punishment to a woman who committed adultery. Yes, this does not appear in the world of the Unification Church, but it shows in the laws of God. If ever you fall and give birth to a child after you receive the blessing, you better die from a thunderstroke. A thunderstroke. You must be aware of that much awful reality. All of you have great faith in yourselves in that matter. Yes. And you should cherish your blood lineage as your life after you receive the blessing. From now on, your pride does not lie in how much money you have, but lies in how cleanly you've been keeping your love and blood lineage, which God permitted. It is the best duty of a filial child, a loyal subject, and a saint. Do you understand? Yes. It is the most precious thing. It's far better than gold and diamond. Do you get it? Which is what? God is. That is the love and blood lineage newly bestowed from heaven. The blood lineage has become different. Do you understand? Yes. That's why you have to put an act on it from now on. Now your blood lineage belongs to the satanic world. You must change the blood lineage. Do you get it? Yes. Yes, thank you. If a place of family members of false, it is, uh, you know, uh, perpetrating the body of God. The fall of Adam and Eve perpetrated the human body. But when human being fall after they receive the blessing, and enter the completion stage, they are, are perpetrating the body of God. There is no forgiveness there, according to Father's word. So the Father is warning us that if we fall after we are blessed, or if we have a children after we fall, we will severely punished. 
Therefore, the most important thing after receiving the blessing is to regard the true lineage of heaven as a life. Therefore, you should know that defiling the blood lineage is the greatest sin. Blessing means change of lineage. It changes from the lineage of Satan to the lineage of God. We must not forget that the lineage of God is that I am not of the blood of the of blood of Satan, but of the royal family of God. In our blessed family, it is not just an idea that I am the blood of God's royal family, but we should feel it through skin and heart and lineage. You know, the relationship between God and me, most important thing is blood relationship. Blood lineage, the relationship of the blood lineage. When I look at the, my grandchildren, no need to explain that. Just my love, you know, flows down to them. No need to explain. Why? What's the reason? When you look at outside people, not easy to do that. But when you see your children, when you see your grandchildren without knowing any reason, without, without explanation, just how your heart and love go to that person. Because of what? Because of what? Because of blood lineage. If we truly transform our blood lineage to become God's blood lineage, which is a royal blood lineage, we cannot deny God's existence. No need to explain God is my father. No need to explain I'm the child of God. You need to explain every time your grandchildren, I'm your grandfather, you are, you are my grandchildren. You need to explain every time. Because of the fall, we need to remind again and explain again and then, you know, need to talk again. Because of the fall. When I listen about Jesus' word, when I listen Father's word, Wow, the conviction is absolute. And through Father is especially Jesus. Absolutely believe in God. And no, there is no doubt at all. Absolute conviction because, of course, they are begotten sons. But because of the blood relationship. So blessing means a change blood lineage, from satanic blood lineage to royal family blood lineage. That's why father is very upset. You already become royal family blood, blood relationship and then fall again and go back to again satanic blood lineage. This is really betrayal. Father talking about that's why my brothers and sisters even though father very talking seriously Centering on, we need to understand centering on God's point of view, centering on true parents' point of view, what is the meaning of the blessing? Blessing is really incredible. What should you have pride in from now on? You should be proud of the keeping your bloodline clean. That is the way filial piety, the way of the patriot, and the way of the saint. You should know that this is the most precious thing, my brothers and sisters. Since the blood relationship, blood lineage, 
We inherited from our ancestors and parents in the bloodline of the satanic world. We must change that blood lineage through true parents. Why true parents are so precious? They are the one who putting God's holy blood lineage. You know, restoration means restoration of the blood lineage. This is the most important thing. Who can change blood lineage? Only Messiah can do. Only Messiah can change blood lineage. You know, to change blood lineage, Father, need to give him the holy wine, ask them to do three-day ceremony. This all the process is what? Changing blood lineage. Blessing means changing blood lineage. If we really know this meaning of the, uh, the blessing and blood lineage, nobody falls. That's why my brothers and sisters, of course, we need to fix all the problem, problem issues within our own blessed family, within our own individual issue, within our own children issues. Anyway, now last day, we need to, even though about the time period of transformation, we need to settle down. Of course, Father's word is very much severe. Anyway, anyway, and God doesn't have any choice. True parents doesn't have any choice. Need to have save everybody. That's why God's concept and true parents' concept is what? The concept of the total salvation. No matter what. Total salvation. Nobody left in the hell. That's the heart of the parents. Even though Father scores us and reminds us and warning us, ask us to become serious and then to not commit sin anymore. Actually, that is, that is God's heart and God's love. When you score your children, with love and heart, then children will come back. If a true father just only judge, just criticize, criticize then true parents doesn't have to become qualification to become Messiah. When he judge, with, with what? With love. With love. With heart. That's why without understanding true father's heart and true father's love and only just listen to father's severe talk, then you will be really judged and hurt very much. But you need to understand in behind, there is God's heart. There is really, you know, God's love. Many people say, I go to the hell, how much I really feel painful, how much I really torturing how much serious and painful things. But when I, my, this is my true honest uh, report to you. Since I know the heart of the heart of God, God and heart of the true parents, you know, for, let's just say your children go to the hell and then feel like a full of pain, incredible pain, torturing. Then 
God as the parents, God as the creator, and true parents as the parents of all mankind, look at that situation. Do you think they are pain less than your pain who are in the hell? The pain of the hell is nothing compared to God's pain, compared to true parents' pain. This is nothing. Many people crying and crying and shout in the hell. Heavenly Father and true parents more shouting. They are pain greater than those who are in the hell. If you truly understand that kind of God's heart, that kind of true parents' heart, who can commit sin? They are pain worse than anyone in the hell. Because they are parents. God's the parents. True parents are parents of all mankind. That's why when we scold and judge to our children, why children come back again? Why? Because parents have a heart and love and school. Then children come back after realize same things, my brothers and sisters. Whenever father share, share very severely, need to think our true parents, how much they love us, how much ask us to be careful. I really appreciate true parents' word. Everything for me, everything for our blessed family. Really, he wants to be responsible for our blessed family, right? Today's youth ministry must be considered right in time and relationships. Let's study. I must be considered right in time and relationships. Our mind always wants to be considered right in relationships. If we are not considered right, we become embarrassed and distressed. Also, if you act in a way that is not considered right, your heart will perceive it immediately. In the Bible, it says that we are considered righteous by faith. Today, you were considered right for keeping time. If you are a student going to school or someone going to worship, if you come before anyone else and sit in the seat your heart desires, you have already fulfilled your first responsibility. If you do this, you have been considered right by your school teacher or pastor. In our lives today, if we are on time and maintain relationships with those around us, we are considered right. Time will absolutely come to me. And time wishes for me to bear fruit. If anyone always keeps time, they are considered right. But if you do not keep time and just do as you please, there will be problems. In this way, I am always within relationships and cannot escape time for even a moment. Therefore, I must always be considered right in circumstances of time and human relationships. Our minds always want to be considered right in relationships. You are truly right in everything you do as you're able. 
you are really right in everything you do as a student. You are absolutely right in everything you do as a child. You are truly right in everything you do as a believer. We are proud to see ourselves righteous in whatever we do. In the Bible, it says that we are considered righteous by faith. It is righteous to accept and serve the invisible God as if he were a visible God. It is righteous to believe and act as if the invisible spirit world were a real and visible eternal world. In the formation stage, we must first be considered right for being punctual. All human beings are righteous if they are punctual. However, if you do not keep the time well and act as you wish, problem, problems will occur. At the formation stage, you must do well in rituals and systems and Sabbaths and tithes, uh, tithes and etc. to be considered right. In addition, you must obey the word well and always live a life of reporting and discussing and consulting so that you will be considered right. If you are a student going to the school or someone going to the worship, you should come and sit down before anyone else to be considered right. Next, uh, through the growth stage, you must do well in your, in your own responsibility in human relationship to be considered right. I am always within relationships and cannot escape time for even single moment. Therefore, you must always be considered, considered right in circumstances of human relationship and time. Next. How was True Father considered righteous? If we look at True Father's life, he was considered righteous no matter how difficult the situation. He was always number one. His words, I cannot lose to anyone. I must be number one wherever I go, meant that he needed to be considered righteous in any situation. Being number one meant offerings one's greatest sincere devotion to heaven in their given position, rather than fighting with others and competing externally. We must offer God the best things and do our best as a sacrifice. In that sense, True Father always wished to be number one. That also means being voluntary, even you are in an unfavorable position. To true father, there's no such thing as an unfavorable position. Although father was in positions of persecution and opposition, a world of all sorts of absurdities and suffered hardships in the worst position. He was someone who thought of those as fateful positions he had to overcome, which he had wished for. That is why Father did not do things reluctantly, but voluntarily. That is why we too must have a voluntary heart to be considered righteous in any situation. If we look at uh, true Father's life, 
he was considered righteous no matter how difficult the situation. He won wherever he, uh, he went. And he was always number one in everything. Oh, many people saying that, oh, wow, competing, competing, the fishing, whatever, ping pong game, and father want to be, want to be a win, eh? and want to be a winner, number one. Wow, father, too much. Many people saying like that. Why did true father try to be first in all competition and always try to win? True father thought that he was competing with Satan in everything. He gave his best in every moment because he never wanted to be defeated by Satan. Being first in everything means fighting Satan and offer the best things to God as a sacrifice. In that sense, True Father always wished to be number one. Although Father was in the position of the persecution and opposition, a war of all sorts, of all, all kinds of the uh, absurdities, and suffered hardship in the worst position, he was someone who did not try to avoid this position, but thought of those as a faithful position he had to overcome, which he had wished for and waited for a long time. My brothers and sisters, Father, it's really amazing. Why he want to be number one? He didn't everything compete with Satan. I need to win Satan. And then after win over and putting the best result and offer to God. That's why Father loves number one. Me too. <laughs> it's, oh, Dr. Young, too much sometimes. Many people are saying that. I feel that I want to offer best one, number one, no matter what. You know? Many people just without understanding internal content and criticize and persecute. But I want to resemble to the Father. He wants to offer the best one, number one, not number second one. And whatever he do something, and all the things have the spirit of the competition with Satan. I win over Satan. That's why even small game, even small things. So father is very serious. Entire his life of fighting with Satan. That's why Father did not, did not do things reluctantly, but always voluntarily, and he was considered righteous in any situation. Final one. If you move with a voluntary heart, you will dominate any circumstance. Whenever someone does something, if they do it reluctantly, that person has already been defeated in the world of heart. Since a person who does things without a choice has already internally lost a focus point, relationships and goals, they become passive. People who have a clear sense of direction, vision and wish are always voluntary. When I do not have a voluntary heart, I am already internally broken down and controlled by circumstances. If you move with a voluntary heart, you will dominate any circumstance. 
If one is unable to do that, since they have lost will and ambition, it is not an exaggeration to say that they do not have life. It is like spring coming to a dead tree. No matter how good the environment is, flowers will not bloom on dead trees. Since a person who is not voluntary is like a dead person, even if they are in a spring garden, there is no use. We need to become people who are voluntary both in adversity and good circumstances. And because we are stuck there, we go forward mightily towards the goal even more. Thank you, Heavenly Honey. Whenever someone does something, if, if they do it reluctantly, that person has already been defeated in the world of heart. Since a person who does things without a choice has already internally lost the focus point, relationship, and goals, they become passive. No matter what you do, if you do, if you don't do it voluntarily, you will be controlled by it and become a servant. And in the end, you can never be owner. As owner always has a voluntary attitude. No matter what someone orders me to do, I should not be controlled, controlled by it, but be active with an owner's mindset, thinking that this is what I wanted to do. When I do not have a voluntary heart and I am already internally broken down and controlled by circumstances, if you move with a voluntary heart, you will dominate any circumstance. If I am not voluntary in everything, I will lose my ambition. And if I do not have ambition, it is like having no life. It is like a spring come to a dead tree. No matter how good the environment is, flower will not bloom on dead trees. Since a person who is not voluntary is like a dead person, even if they are in a spring garden, there is, a, there is no, no use. We need to become a people who are voluntarily, voluntarily both in, 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 in adversity and good circumstances. In addition to do that, we must go forward more mightily towards the, the goal. That's why volunteer heart is important. Whatever you do with volunteer heart, and you become owner. But someone asked me to do, and then unwillingly, reluctantly doing, you know, then already you are subjugated by the environment, by the work. We have to be owner. You know, to become owner, most important attitude is what? Volunteer heart. Even though you order me, but not because of you order me. This is my job. This is my destiny. This is God's will. And positively go forward with the balance of your heart. And then you become the owner. Very important guidance. Today I spoke under the title, I must be considered right in time and relationships. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Dr. Young, for your clear guidance, education, fearless. Uh, sometimes it's not easy to receive, but 
it's very true. So we thank you so much for that. Mm -hmm. For our living testimony and witnessing today, uh, we have uh, Mrs. Akemi Morales from Puerto Rico. Okay. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Dr. Young and brothers and sisters. You, I cannot, I cannot see your face properly. Can you? Okay. Oh, yeah. Very beautiful. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Good morning, <laughs> Dr. Young and brothers and sisters. Yeah, uh, thank you very much for giving me this, uh, this time. Uh, actually, um, I want to just testify as spirit world is very exist. Uh, since my husband passed away um, May, the end of the May. And then after that, just one person contacted me and find, oh, I found the final unification church member in Puerto Rico. So that was uh, unexpected news. So I said, wow, what happened? So I realized that maybe my husband looking for a person who was ready. <laughs> That's how I really felt. And then also a few days ago, uh, Dr. Young was sharing a, a spiritual war that not to give up and keep following them to return. So that word make me very hit my heart. This is really true to mother want everyone to return to God's blossom. So I really want to uh, introduce the guest that he can share how he returned to a movement. So I'd like to invite uh, Jafar. Can you unmute it? Jafar? He's there, but. He's allowed to unmute if he can. Oh, again, try again. Yeah. Is it now? Yes, we hear you now. Okay, thank you. Good morning to all, uh, uh, Dr. Jong and everybody. Uh, uh, my testimony is uh, I learned from the Unification Church uh, in the 80s, 1980. Uh, that was something uh, incredible and beautiful. But I was not uh, constant in my belief so I just left to the army and lost contact. And after four years, uh, two years ago, I started having some uh, personal problem in my life, asking myself who was God. And I just asked him, to show me the the way, and then he answered me. A fellow good friend of mine, uh, he's a karate master. I was asking him some some kanjis, and he told me that one person he knew in Puerto Rico who could do that. That was uh, one of his friend. Uh, Pedro Morales' wife. So I decided to contact. And when I was looking on at, at Facebook, 
I saw in in one place unification church. And I say to myself, that's the answer. So I call uh, Sister uh, Akemi and we start talking about the Unification Church. And then he, he sent, uh, she sent me the divine principle. Mm -hmm. And that, that was a change, not only in my life, even my grandchild. Uh -huh. And one of my daughters, she's, uh, she starts changing her life yeah. because of this. Beautiful. And, and for me, this is stage of my life. It is uh, something that I really love. It, it was, it was feeling uh, sad because at this age, I was never be happy. Mm -hmm. But now I feel so happy that I really don't know how to express. I only can say uh, thanks to our true parents, Sam, uh, to all sisters and brothers who are really working hard mm. for for. I don't say a uh, movement. I said that uh, a way of life, and I really love it. I really love it. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, Fa. Thank you so much for your sharing. Very good, very beautiful. Even your dog is participating morning devotion. Wow. Thank you very much. Mm. Uh, Kimi-san, did you have a final word? Uh, yes, uh, yeah, it's, uh, now it's uh, many things happening, and even I heard the many testimony, you know, from our brothers and sisters. It's amazing uh, time. So I think the two mother is uh, really praying hard for us to move on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I really appreciate, you know, Jeff He's constantly mm -hmm. uh, studying different principles. We mm -hmm. talk once a week. Mm -hmm. So I hope... Uh, Something's coming up in Puerto Rico. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I really thank you so much, Akemi. I think uh, your husband, Petro, after he, uh, he went to spiritual world and he's participating, morning devotion and pushing you, loving you, caring, and uh, he really helping you so much. Wow. Thank you so much, uh, the Akemi-san, for your beautiful sharing. And then Puerto Rico, not Puerto Rico, okay? Puerto Rico, no, pure, we are happy to be pure. Wow. Thank you so much, Yafa, Rojas, for your sharing, Akemi, Kamsamida. Yes, go pure, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. <laughs> Thank you, Akemi-san, and uh, you know, Uncle Yafar. Yeah, it was a very encouraging and hopeful testimony today. <laughs>